Welcome to the Eyes on Conservation podcast, where we bring you engaging conversations about wildlife conservation issues from all across the globe. To have or not to have children, that is a most vexing question and one I wrestled with personally during my 30s. A career in conservation, and in particular being steeped in issues of climate change, firmly planted me on the fence on the issue. After all, how could I bring a life into this doomed world? At the same time, I witnessed nature's resilience firsthand, opening the possibility of hope for the future, so maybe a new life could thrive and contribute to making the world an even better place. Then I hit 40 and was quietly relieved that nature had made the decision for me, and that answer was no. That is, until it wasn't anymore. I have no idea what changed. But suddenly my husband and I were expecting, and the world flipped. Matt Podolsky and I chatted about this flip and the curious business of having and raising a conscientious child that makes a positive contribution to the world and how finding answers to these questions led to the idea for a new podcast. Have a listen. Usually, usually I uh, start off these interviews by asking the person to tell me what their name is and a little bit about themselves. But, uh, you know, you've, I think folks that listen to the podcast have already gotten to know you pretty well over these past few months. That's right. Since you've been hosting the show. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe a good place for us to start this, this conversation is, you know, for you to just talk a little bit about like what this experience has been like for you thus far, um, like hosting this show and, um, doing interviews and, uh, editing interviews and, um, the whole thing. I mean, the, the podcast has been sort of an adventure into thinking about conservation in a totally um, new light and looking at things from, not from an academic sort of standpoint, but from, uh, but from a, it's something that we're all engaged in. And that has, has been sort of an interesting eye opener for, for me. And even just kind of looking for stories and talking to people and, um, seeing where things, I don't know, sort of manifest and, and come about and, and meeting new people that aren't scientists or working in conservation science directly. Um, but you know, very connected to conservation. Um, and that, so for me, that's been, that's been the most exciting part about working on the podcast for sure. I mean, that's the, the one thing that I love about this show, you know, it, it gives me, it gives me an excuse to like reach out to people that are doing really interesting work in conservation, people that I admire or somebody that, you know, I, a project that I learn about and I just like am curious and just want to learn more. And whereas before we were producing the podcast, I would be hesitant to reach out because I'd be like, like, what's the excuse to like have a conversation with this, this person other than I'm just personally curious, you know, it's empowering, I think, right? Because it's like, oh, like, here's a person doing interesting work that's connected to conservation. And I just personally want to know more. And I think it's, um, it's, it's empowering in that it, it gives you the, um, the motivation uh, to to just reach out 
and just start a conversation with these people um or with somebody uh you know and but but also like to reach out to somebody that that you see as like you know in this like higher echelon like working on just like these really cool projects that feel like like oh i'm so like what i'm doing is so small and what you're doing is so big um but like often those people respond and like want to have a conversation you know and then, and it's been nice too because some of the um some of the things that sort of came along like actually conversation the conversation i had with julia barnes was like really insightful and and made me think differently and not only was it just an interesting person doing something different or something that i was curious about but but just even the conversation itself just made me change my worldview in some small way so yeah and my my hope at in each of these instances is that it's not just my small epiphanies that come out of it, but you know, that somebody listening is offered that experience as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's, that's the other stage of it, right? The, you know, it's like, it, it's, it's empowering because you start to realize like, Oh, I'm not the only one that's curious about these things. And, you know, and, and you get, you know, you, you start to get some feedback and people are downloading the episodes and you're like, wow, a lot of people, a lot of people share this curiosity um, about all these different facets of, of conservation and, and what we think of. Yeah, that's that's cool. And, and I, um, it's it's cool to hear that, you know, uh, you've uh, gotten that sort of both personal and professional benefit from. And, and of course, I mean, I, I have to admit openly that um, that I've been a radio junkie for I don't know. 20 some plus years and been kind of secretly like, I want to do that. I want to do that, but kind of afraid to do it. Not really sure where to start. And, um, and then finally, you know, when I had, had seen that Wildlands had had this position open, I was like, I'm going for it because I've always wanted to do it. So it's, and it's been amazing because, you know, just opening up a whole new, I haven't done this before, but it's something that I've been been so interested in and and really paying attention to and i i'm a better listener now <laughs> um as a result because i because i listen for what makes a good story and that's just that just makes it all the more exciting for me totally and you know so the the you know one of the main reasons that we're doing this little uh episode here today is to introduce uh well to introduce our listeners to a new show concept that you are now developing, um, which is super exciting. And I mean, I, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, but I mean, this, uh, new show that you're developing, um, it stems from a personal development. So like, maybe you should start with that. Like the, the, you know, what led to, um, I mean, I'm sure there's like there's the, the personal uh, aspect of like what's going on in your life that was the seed of the idea. But then also, like, I'm curious to hear about like what the creative thought process was like as well. Like, oh, I could turn this into a story that could be a podcast. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so uh, so as as far as as my my personal journey goes, um, I I had I had sort of, I don't know, tripped into pregnancy, if you can say that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know if, if you can call that, but it, but it was, you know, something that I had been thinking, you know, my husband and I had been thinking about for, for many years, but like, we always had hesitations and we, you know, and I, and I, of course, working in conservation would always be like, but the world is falling apart. And, and, and I was working in climate change for a while. And when you work in climate change, you're just like, you can't imagine bringing another human being onto this, like, planet because you're bombarded with the science that says, you know, hell in a handbasket. So, so part of me was just like, you know, do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? Do I, I'm just going to sit on the fence and then, and then it happened. And so, and so now I've been thinking, okay, well it's happening and, and, and we're going in this direction, but how do I bring somebody into the world that's going to better the, the situation and not contribute to the problems. And and the more I started asking that question personally and and sort of exploring it with different people I spoke with, the more I was hearing different, you know, just sort of a different perspective on on the whole take of of having a child and and raising a child and and what it all means because I feel like you know, there was a time when, you know, everyone was just like, well, you get married, you have babies, that's just how this goes. But I feel like we're not you know, we're not at that point any longer, right? We've evolved to this point where, well, at least I'm not, I'm, I've evolved to a point where I overthink and, um, and really take, take it very seriously, you know? And, and so the idea of bringing someone into the world and saying, well, how do I, how do I make a good person? That's sort of where it all stemmed from. Yes. And I mean, I think part of the reason that, that, I am so excited about the the this this show idea um, that that you're working on is because I have a four year old son and um, I have experienced a lot of these I've gone through a lot of these same like thought processes you know like when when I was like when my wife was was pregnant and and even now like it, it, it continues um, it's it doesn't stop. You know, it's like you're you're always thinking about these things and, um, you know, what kind of, you know, what what is what is this child's future going to look like? What will the world look like when this child is is, you know, my age or even older? Um, and then, yes, as you said, like, how can I like, how do you make sure that you raise that child with the, like the right set of values so that they're not contributing to the problem, but working to make it better, you know? Um, so there's like so many different facets to it. I mean, um, and then, and then there's also, I mean, this is also like a topic that, that, you know, that we've explored uh, on the podcast. Um, and, you know, I mean, there's, there's one episode, um, one interview that I did that um, I think is like really directly connected to this topic, which was, um, an interview I did with these two women who founded this group, uh, called conceivable future. Um, and it was basically just like the whole idea behind their organization was just creating these sort of like discussion sessions, like creating an open forum for both parents and people that aren't parents, but are sort of grappling with this question of like, you know, do I want to bring a hu another human into this world? just creating a safe space for, for people to have that conversation and recognizing that it is really difficult for a lot of people. And I think especially for people that like work in conservation and are forced to think about these things on a daily basis. Um, so I don't know. I mean, like, 
do you, I, I guess I wonder like what, I mean, you, you mentioned, you know, this, this one sort of specific idea that you definitely want to explore of like, how do you raise a child with like the right set of values to make sure that they're not contributing to the problem, but, you know, helping find solutions. Um, but I mean, are there any other like specific ideas or avenues? Like what are some of the other uh, uh, sort of concepts you're, you're hoping to uh, explore uh, in this, this new series you're developing? Think about history of like women going through this experience and how that's changed and, and essentially how the, the demographic of who's having children. Cause I'm in my forties and for a first time mother that it, it used to be like absolutely unheard of, but that's been a big shift and it's a big cultural shift simply because of, of where we are. But, um, but I, but I'm curious at how that all also comes into effect, you know, like a lot of people are paused in their, like, I don't know if I want to do this, you know, it, it might be for financial reasons. It might be for career reasons. It might be just be like I was like hung up and sitting on the fence, but like really just sort of getting into and exploring the concept of, of where we've come in as a species in terms of our reproduction, right. And, and how we, we handle and how this has, has sort of changed even within the last, I don't know, 40 years since I came into the world. So, um, and those are, you know, the more, those are conversations that I'm, that I'm finding that are just really an interesting side of, of this issue that, that I, I didn't know much about. I love how you you put that sort of like analyzing like how as a species, you know, uh, our our attitude and our approach towards reproduction, like how that's shifted. It's um, it was a it's a very cool way to put it. And I think it's sort of like it 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 implies this sort of um, uh, it, it it sort of hints at this much larger issue and, and question that that we're always sort of trying to explore and tease out in all the interviews we produce for EOC, which is like showing uh, or demonstrating that humans, like, what what are we? We're just another species. Uh, you know, we're just another animal. <laughs> right. And we are and we are functioning members of these ecosystems and interacting with all these other members of these ecosystems you know and so it's 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 a cool way to put it and to sort of put it in the biological context as well you know you know it's just interesting from a here we are developing our concepts of of how we have babies and and how we take care of these infants and when we have these these infants but yet we're still kind of forgetting the fact that there's more than just this one this there's there, there's a bigger picture that we need to look at like what you just said i think brings up, um, you know, to, to kind of connect that issue to your approach um, towards, uh, you know, how you want to tell this story and, and all these stories and how you want to convey these ideas to an audience. Um, I mean, you know, I, I think my understanding of like, you know, this, this, this idea for this new show that you're developing is that it will sort of your personal experience will sort of take us through the process and sort of open up these doors of areas, you know, uh, different, different topics and ideas to explore that are connected. Um, so, I mean, maybe you can just talk a little bit about, about that, about how you're going to like, how you're going to 
take people through that that experience you know, using your personal experience. Right, right. And and mostly, mostly it's, and not digging into anything personal or private or, you know, in something that feels, makes me entirely vulnerable, but, but the kind of the things that, and these are the things that, you know, have affected me or changed the way that I thought about this particular experience. And then every time I'm, I am having these questions that are just sort of, bothering me personally and then hearing other people have that those same questions arise whenever that happens that's when I think oh this should this should be dug into and made into a show because because if it's not just me having this experience and other people are having these questions as well then that's a worthwhile that's worthwhile information to you know sort of bring out and and good stories to to tell maybe maybe we can you know talk a little bit just about the format and structure of the show that you're envisioning. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, any, any sort of ideas that you have, like, you know, about, um, sort of, uh, you know, I mean, I, I think, well, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll let you sort of share whatever your idea is rather than me inserting. Yeah. That's fine. And be, because quite honestly, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, but it mostly it's, it's, you know, just trying to figure out, you know, what would be the most engaging way to convey and then thinking about time and how from, you know, maybe a few months down when there is an actual infant instead of one that instead of my growing girth and then sort of backtracking um, or just watch what doing actually explaining it in some sort of linear fashion as these issues arise at each particular point in time. So trying to figure all of that out is tricky. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's, it's extremely, you know, difficult. I mean, um, and uh I mean, you know, just and just based on like the 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 sort of creative discussions that that you and I have had over the past few months since you you know sort of presented this idea. Um, I mean, I think you know on the most basic level, what we're talking about is like something that would be you know quite different than what the um, the EOC podcast is currently, right? Which is you know, a very simple format. It's just an interview. And yeah, a lot of editing and production goes into like making those interviews sound as um, professional and um, as possible and as engaging as possible. Um, But I mean, what you're talking about is a much more complicated storytelling process where there'll be interviews, there'll be sort of personal testimony, there'll be scripted narration, um, there'll be sound effects, I assume. I mean, it's like all these different pieces and, you know, you're trying to like put together into a set number of episodes, whether it's eight or 10 or more or, or whatever, there'll be like a season and there'll be a, a beginning and a middle and an end. Um, and then there'll be like specific topics. So there'll be like a beginning, middle and end to the whole, um, season of the show. And then there'll also right. be a beginning, middle, right. and end within each episode as you you know explore specific topics within the larger context of the show and and ideas that you're trying to convey. Um, so I mean, it's it's there. There's a lot there, <laughs> right? Um, there's a lot. And, I mean, there. I just I wonder like <laughs> what what you're you know how you're developing 
um, like your process for sort of honing in on, right. um, you know, what story you're going to tell. Um, and then like, at, you know, what stage are, are you at right now? Like, what are, what are, you know, you physically doing at the moment, you know, like what are, what kind of stuff are you recording? Are you recording like, you know, sort of personal testimony as you go through experiences? Are you already out there like recording interviews or thinking about people you want to, to talk to? Yeah, pretty much currently it's, it's, it's a lot of pre-production and, and figuring out how to assemble stuff and how to assemble sort of what material it is, is what it is priority. So, so, um, and making sure that I have that. And then, you know, yeah, having, um, you know, recordings of, of different conversations, which is always, you know, kind of strange to be like, do you mind if I record this <laughs> conversation? <laughs> I know that we didn't plan this, but you know, this is good. Right. And so there's a little bit of like on the fly sort of thing. And, 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 and I, you know, that's one thing that I have to say that again, being sort of new to the um, podcast realm and not really having a clear, uh, a clear sort of production, I don't know, set way of doing things. It, it is right now kind of open and flexible and, and me trying to figure out how to, how to cement this idea um, into something that like can be more methodically collect, like material that could be more methodically collect collected. Um, but, but since it is again, like, I, you know, a lot of it is, I'm not necessarily sure what's, uh, exactly the the right thing or or the oh that must be in this sort of thing i mean there's there's a few of those components that i that i have thought of um and started to assemble a list of oh these are the the voices that would really contribute strongly to to those stories um but then there's a lot of there's there's a lot of filler um that's not really i shouldn't even call it filler there's a lot of important components that maybe aren't as long as, you know, an interview, but maybe just really strong sound bites that, that really help sort of convey these concepts that, you know, I'm trying to figure out what the best way to, to capture that is. And a lot of that is just if it in the moment, truly. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Um, <clears throat> you know, I just like one thing that I I guess on, on a little bit of like a personal note, like one thing that, um, that I'll share just cause I, I don't know. I like maybe I, I'm curious to hear like, like your side of this. Right. Um, because I was just, I was very struck by, um, how you initially presented both this show idea to me, but also like the news that you're, you're pregnant. <laughs> Because it was like embedded. I mean, I mean, I think, I think you sent me, an e you sent me an email that, like, I think the subject line was like new show idea, um, and I'm like, oh, this sounds interesting. Like, all right, and I start reading it, and you're like pitching this idea, and then I find out it's like it's like the information is was almost like hidden within the the email of like, oh, and I'm pregnant. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And, so yeah, I was listening to a, a San Francisco Public Radio, and and a, they had a a woman who 
who works in conservation, who's just sort of giving a commentary about, about being, you know, in her thirties and questioning whether or not to have kids and, and feeling like, well, it, it, I, I don't want to because it, it feels irresponsible given climate change um, and among other things. And then, yeah, at the same time, she was, she was um, having a hard time believing that the world was completely lost. And, and I'm sitting there like eating breakfast going, yes, I feel that's exactly where I was for the longest time. And, and, um, and, I've, you know, and I've paid attention to these debates, but it was particularly s- strong for me at this particular point in time, obviously. And then, and then, uh, and then of course, I think I had opened it, this whole idea up with you saying that, and then saying, yeah, so, you know, when I discovered to my shock that I was pregnant, <laughs> so I had, like, I had to think about how to go about this. And it, and I, and as I wrote it, I was like, wow, that is kind of a tricky, weird way to tell somebody that you're having a baby. <laughs> like, I think, I think I had to read that email, like, three or four times in order to, like, make, like, did I really read that correctly? Like, okay, so she is telling me that she's pregnant and there's right. new, you know, and it's, but I mean, I, like, I totally, like, I totally get it. Right. And I mean, because I had to like share that type of news, obviously it's, it's, it was different for me for a whole, a whole number of reasons. Right. But like, there is like <clears throat> something, there's something about sharing that news with like sort of your professional, like circle of colleagues versus like friends and, and I, it was just, it, <laughs> I don't um, it was, uh, I don't know. Uh, it was, uh, it was funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I realized, I realized that at the end, it was like, really, I just gave him a story pitch and threw that in there. <laughs> Didn't really even say like, Hey, so I just wanted to tell you. <laughs> Because, you know, it's just seemed like to me, it was just part of the whole thinking behind how to, you know, develop. Well, but there, I mean, there, I, I think there's something else there, right? There's like a cultural thing there. Yes. And um, and there's also like a, a, a sort of professional, like, I don't know if it's a stigma, but it's, you know, especially in like the space where you and I work, where a huge percentage of like the work that we do is done as you know is like freelance sort of contract work and it's like you know uh, having a a kid is like a difficult thing and it's difficult to share that information sometimes with like professional colleagues because you're worried they might think like oh well well, how's that going to impact your work right 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 exactly Uh, i mean i I honestly did not have that worry with you i will i'll be completely frank and open about that but it is something that that does cro- has definitely crossed my mind many many times. I worry that there's a perception that you know of I'm I'm not capable or suddenly not going to have the capacity to do the level of work that's required, um, and that that bothers me and as it should. Um, and and truly, that's not something that should happen, but that's something that does happen. And and openly too, there should not be discrimination, given that somebody's having a child. But there is. It's just that is just a that is just a blatant fact. So it is tough to actually come out and say like, "Yay, I'm pregnant." It's like, "Oh my god, am I going to lose my job? Am I going to lose an opportunity?" Yeah, 
yeah, it's 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 tricky. I mean, it's definitely not. <clears throat> it's definitely different um, as a man, right? Um, but it, but I I still felt that to to a certain degree, like in in sharing uh, that news uh, with you know certain professional circles, certain certain colleagues. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> you know. I think there is this perception and, and, and again, I mean, I think that's, that's the case in, in a lot of, uh, sort of professional fields, but, um, I think it's, I don't know. I, I think like the, the, the field that we work in, like conservation and also like media production is like, so, um, so dominated by like, you know, freelance and contract work that it's, um, it's, it's like a, makes it particularly difficult which which is interesting right because like it's such like that the 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 question itself of like whether or not to have kids is like also so tied up in all these like sort of um difficult like personal like ethical considerations when that's your professional field you know, conservation or environment or the environment, you know? And so it's like these, it's these two different things, like just interacting and like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, tricky to navigate. It is tricky to navigate. And, and mostly, you know, I, I I didn't want to be excused, right? I wanted, that was my, my fear that suddenly it'd be like, oh, well, shoot, I guess this person's out. But I don't know. I mean, I think that, um, you know, what you have decided to do with this, experience um i think is is uh is really fantastic you know um and i and i think you know it it, it helps overcome that in a certain sense because you're like i'm going to turn this into like an opportunity a professional opportunity you know and an opportunity to like share the story and share all these ideas and share what you're going through yeah and hopefully other people i mean i know other people can relate to it um but hopefully other people can also like learn from it um, and yeah. you know, maybe it, maybe it makes uh, some of these really difficult decisions and situations that a lot of folks have to navigate. Maybe it makes it a little bit easier um, for folks, you know. Yeah, if nothing else, just to know that that you know that there are other people that are traversing the same sort of same sort of terrain. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But this means that there's a transition for the EOC podcast. Yes, for sure. And um, yeah, it is, a, this is a, a, a good opportunity to sort of tell folks about um, the transition and how we're sort of shifting things around a little bit. Uh, um, I mean, I think we had a, a number of conversations about this and, and I think, I think both of us felt like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this like, <clears throat> I think, I mean, it, I mean, you had sent me an email that sort of implied like that. And I don't I was maybe reading between the lines a little bit. But I mean, there was an email that you sent me a few weeks back where I sort of read it and I was like, wow, like Catherine has a lot on her plate. She's trying to develop a whole new show and she's trying to do all the Eyes on Conservation podcast pr production responsibilities. And then we've also started to solicit your help um, in some of our Wildlands fundraising activities um and you're pregnant and growing a new human uh so um i mean i think the sort of like what what we've come to in order to um 
you know, make sure that you have the time and energy to, um, I mean, a continue to successfully grow that tiny human. Um, but you know, also to continue developing this new show, which I am super excited about. And I think has a lot of potential, um, is to kind of split up the, the, um, the responsibilities for producing and co-hosting the, the EOC podcast. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, basically, we're just going to be, uh, you know, utilizing um, the assistance of um, a few other folks um, who uh, have already been contributing to the show, um, but sort of utilizing their um, their skill set in um, assisting to produce episodes. Um, and we'll still have you uh, sharing content as well. I mean, I think part of the idea here is that you can sort of be sharing uh, some of the content that you're working on developing for the new show um, as episodes of the EOC podcast as, as we go along. And, um, and I think having that diversity will, um, will make it, will make it things interesting as well at the same time. So, and, and did you, were you interested in changing the schedule some? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I mean, a number of, of folks have sort of, suggested to us a number of the folks that we collaborate with on the show have suggested that maybe we should experiment with a bi-weekly schedule instead of releasing episodes every single week um and so i mean at this point i think just out of um well at this point i think we're gonna we're gonna experiment with that and we're gonna uh, we're gonna sort of relax the schedule a little bit um and start releasing episodes bi-weekly um if there are folks out there that are like super upset about that and be like, I need my EOC episode every single week, then like definitely let us know. Cause like, that's, that would be awesome feedback. I would actually be like really cool feedback to hear um, that. Um, but uh, so, you know, don't hesitate to, to share your feedback on that. Um, but that's going to be sort of, at least in the short term, um, the, the, the shift that you'll see, in the uh your podcast feed for eyes on conservation um and yes they'll you know we'll be having you know sort of um a little bit more diversity of of voices um and but i mean a lot of this will also just be happening sort of on the back end you know the the side of the show that that um you know folks don't always um hear you know who's uh going through those interviews and making all the edits um, and doing all the work that is required to sort of prepare um, the these episodes uh, for release um, to make sure that everything's intelligible and professional and um, building the show notes page and getting it released on iTunes and, and all um, the sort of logistics involved with it as well. You can find out more about the show on the show notes page hubunzinc.org slash EOC156. This episode was produced and hosted by Matt Podolsky and myself, Catherine Dunning. Our theme music is by The Humidors. <laughs>